Kapuna Wiki was previously recorded. Welcome to Kapuna Wiki, Hawaii's senior resource, the radio show that helps you find answers on important topics like finances, senior housing, estate planning, real estate, health, and much more. Now, let's join Kapuna Wiki hosts, Brandon Lau and Andrew Leon. Aloha and welcome to the Kapuna Wiki radio show. This month, we are talking about estate planning, and in studio, we have Stacy Takekawa with Estate Planning Partners. Kapuna Wiki is Hawaii's senior resource. We talk to the best local professionals in the state regarding topics such as real estate, senior housing, estate planning, finance, and health, so that our Kapuna and families can find the best resources in the midst of a life transition. We strive to make sure our seniors are informed and supported every step of the way. Thanks for joining us today. I'm Brandon Lau. And I'm Andrew Leong. Your host for the Kapuna Wiki Radio Show. If you miss any of your shows on air, the Kupuna Wiki Radio Show is available as a podcast and can be found on Spotify, Apple, and Podbean for your listening pleasure. Our title sponsor for today is Cheney Brooks Choice Advisors, providing you with the best real estate information so you can make the most informed decisions. As they like to say, real estate is about choice. To contact them, call 808-753-9033. And now we have our Real Estate Tip of the Week, brought to you by Cheney Brooks Choice Advisors. Moving can be a mentally stressful and physically strenuous task. Without proper preparation, attempting to move on your own can result in unnecessary broken furniture and belongings as well as injury. Do not hesitate to look into moving companies which can handle all aspects of carefully moving your valuable possessions into your new home. For more information on safe moving or how to transition to your next home, contact Cheney Brooks Choice Advisors at 808-753-9033. Again, today we have the pleasure of speaking with Stacy Takekawa, and she is an attorney with Estate Planning Partners. Welcome back, Stacy. Hi, thank you for having me back. It's been a minute, but uh, we're glad you're with us again. Uh, maybe you can share for our listeners a little bit of your background and how you got into estate planning. Yeah, so um, I grew up on the windward side. I uh, went to Kailua High School, mm-hmm. and I um, went away for college, came back for uh, law school, went to the William S. Richardson School of Law at the University of Hawaii. And it was there that I was introduced to estate planning, of course, as one of the courses. Mm-hmm. And um, during law school, I had the chance to work at the probate court for course credit and then ended up having a job there after I graduated. So I started at the court uh, clerking for the probate judge. Mm -hmm. And then after that, I went to work for one of the larger law firms in Honolulu, um, still doing trust and estates work. And then um, in 2017, I um, ended up with our current firm, our current practice. That's great. So it sounds like you always knew you wanted to practice law and you specialize now in estate planning. Um, How's it been? Yeah, so it's really nice. It's one of the uh, steadier uh, fields of law. Mm -hmm. And there's, you know, in our practice, we don't do a lot of the contested, heated cases. And so it's really nice to be able to just sort of sit down with you know, everyday folks and just help them navigate estate planning, navigate trust administration, mm-hmm. um, and just kind of help them get to it. The nice thing about estate planning is you kind of can help everyone get to a resolution, whether it's like a completed estate plan or, you know, winding up something after someone has passed away. That's kind of nice. I mean, it is super important, 
but yet it's maybe not as stressful. In fact, maybe you're helping people not to be stressed out, right? That's, that's the goal. That's the plan. That's the goal. The better, the more <laughs> planning we do and the better planning we do, the less stress we cause for ourselves, too, in the future. <laughs> right, right. So it's, it's you and other uh, attorneys in your firm. And where's your office located? Yeah, so we're located in the Ala Moana Pacific Center. Mm -hmm. So it's conveniently attached to Ala Moana Shopping Center. Right. Plenty of parking in our building or at the center. Um, yeah, and there's three attorneys in our firm, myself included. The other attorneys are Michelle Ogata and mm -hmm. Diana Gore. Oh, great. Now, I'm just curious, you know, estate planning is uh, a broad field. Are there different ways to specialize in estate planning, or do a lot of attorneys just kind of have a general breadth of everything? Most estate planning attorneys have the general breadth of everything, but there are certain attorneys who specialize in helping folks who know they're going to need maybe Medicaid assistance. And okay. so there's sort of a med Medicaid planning side of this. Our firm doesn't handle those mm -hmm. uh, cases because it is very specialized, but there mm -hmm. are a couple of attorneys um, downtown who do. Right. But for the most part, otherwise, I think... Um, there are things like special needs planning for folks who have beneficiaries who might have special needs, but most estate planning attorneys um, are equipped to take care of that. Where would you say that you folks kind of fall into? Anything that, you know, you find yourself working more in than others? I think for us, we uh, also don't handle folks who have really high net worth because mm -hmm. those folks usually have business or property or other entanglements that need other areas of expertise to make sure we're, you know, that they're getting set up, you know, from and there's a global right. picture of what they need. Mm -hmm. So we're more of in the middle. You mm -hmm. know, we can handle most families, um, individuals, older folks, younger folks, you know, just kind of anyone who probably thinks they don't need estate planning because they don't have that much. Right. Um, yeah, we, those are, that's who I end up working a lot with. That's so interesting. Um, you know, eventually all of us, uh, well, regardless of the size, we'll have an estate mm -hmm. that at some point in time will be passed on. Mm -hmm. Right. So like you said, a lot of people don't realize they need estate planning, but we all do. Mm -hmm. Right. So uh, jumping into that, when that happens and somebody rec recognizes, hey, I, I think I need an estate plan, how do you then help them um, to account for their situation and, and start the planning process? Yeah, so usually what guides the estate planning process with clients is combination of, you know, a lot of people when you think estate, you think assets, what do I own, where's my money? Um, so that's part of it, you know, what kind of assets do they have? But it's also, especially nowadays with the way the real estate situation in Hawaii is, it's also sometimes equally important to have the plan for the family and the family home mm -hmm. and how that's going to be passed on. And mm -hmm. so it's sort of asset driven when we're looking at building an estate plan, but it's also f driven by the family circumstances. That's right. coming up more and more um, in, as an important factor these days. Family circumstances. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, a lot of times uh, estate planning, as we know, is to try to avoid this thing called probate, right? And maybe for our listeners who are just starting to get educated on this, can you share what probate is and, and why it could make life a little more complicated? Yeah, so probate is a court proceeding, and 
people sometimes are confused that if they have a will, then they won't end up in probate. I think that's the number one misconception mm -hmm. about probate and estate planning. Um, wills are only valid in Hawaii if they've gone through the probate proceeding. Hmm. So probate court is, you know, where all of that uh, takes place. It's not necessary in every situation, but like I said, if you, especially if folks only have a will or a last will and testament, mm -hmm. that's not going to avoid having their estate end up in probate. Stacey, what's the difference between a will and a trust? So part of uh, the difference is exactly that. A trust you set up now, and it can carry you through if you become incapacitated and if you pass away. Mm -hmm. And then if you pass away and your assets are owned by your trust, mm -hmm. you don't end up in probate. Whereas with a will... The will doesn't help you if you become incapacitated because mm -hmm. the will only becomes effective after you pass away mm -hmm. and it has to go through probate and a judge has to say it's a valid will before we can follow what it says. I like how you explained it that way where a will would have to go through court validation before it becomes valid. Yeah, before like a bank will recognize it or yeah. escrow will recognize it for real estate purposes. So yeah, just showing up with the will is not enough. So trust uh, is something that helps you avoid the probate court process. A will is validated by going through the court process. So the question is, will somebody need both? Yeah, so when you have a trust, you still do have a will. It's mm -hmm. just a different kind of will, and it's only meant to be a safety net or mm -hmm. a backup. So when you have a trust, the idea is that you put all of your assets into the trust or have your assets go to the trust after you pass away, like it, your life insurance beneficiary, for example. Mm -hmm. um, and as long as all of your assets end up in the trust one way or the other, then you won't have to use your will and you won't have to go to probate. Mm. Sometimes people forget. Sometimes people refinance their property and take it out of the trust or, you know, mistakes happen. And so they have a trust and it says all the detailed information about what they want, who they want their assets to go to, but there was an asset that didn't make it to the trust. So we have to go to probate court using a simple kind of will that says, whoops, forgot to put this in the trust before I passed away. Mm -hmm. So now through probate, we can put it in the trust after death. So in, in, in other words, if somebody has a trust and there's an asset outside of the trust and they pass, if they had a will in place, then that would instruct the court on how that one misplaced asset could be handled? Correct. Or do you create a will? So the, if you have the trust and you have the one asset that's outside the trust, mm -hmm. the will that we'd also give you in that circumstance says, tells the court, take whatever that one asset is that we forgot right. and give it to the trustee of the trust. Oh, okay, mm -hmm. that makes sense. Now, just going back to the whole probate thing, let's say somebody unfortunately doesn't have a trust mm -hmm. and they're going to be there their heirs will have to deal with probate. Mm -hmm. um, how long does that usually take and what's the cost usually incurred? 
the the famous attorney answer is it depends. (laughs) (laughs) So for folks who have simple situations, Mm -hmm. you know, surviving spouse, kids are all kids of the same marriage, Mm -hmm. things, you know, very straightforward situation or spouse has already passed away. They have kids nobody's fighting, Mm. nobody's trying to get more than they're supposed to, everybody's getting along, and we just need to go through the steps so that we can get to our end goal. In that case, it actually can be not that difficult of a process. Mm. It can take, you know, just a few months from when someone passes away, because you have to wait for a death certificate, you have to know, you have to figure out that there's something that, has to go through probate. So once you get to the point of realizing, okay, shoot, I need a probate, um, you know, once you sit down with us and get the documents done, I mean, it's maybe a month or two to completion, but that's if everything, if the stars have all aligned and everything is okay Mm -hmm. and everyone's in agreement and nobody's fighting. Um, and that's just to get it started. You know, that doesn't mean, you know, that's to open the probate proceeding. Okay. Um, and so the cost in those circumstances might only be a few thousand dollars. Okay. Um, for our firm, if you have a situation like that, it would be $3,000. Okay. For other attorneys, um, they, you can either be faced with a flat fee like that or they're going to bill you hourly mm. uh, based on the attorney's individual rate and how much time they spend um, with you doing the documents, that sort of a thing. Okay. If you're not in that super cohesive situation, it can take a lot longer. Yeah. So, I mean, even once you get to the point of being able to sit down with the attorney and do the documents... I mean, once you get to that point, you're still three months away from a hearing date. Because um, if it's if people don't get along, or if there's any problems or any issues, you you have to go um, before the judge in a formal proceeding and have a hearing. Um, and so, maybe six to eight months to get it opened, mm-hmm. and that's. That's even to just get to the first stage. If you're going to have different attorneys involved and different people fighting over different things, all of that just drags out the process. So, and the cost too goes up. <laughs> and of course, there's also court costs. There's attorneys' fees, and then there's court costs. Mm-hmm. There's filing fees. Right. Yeah. And is it the case that because of the backlog due to COVID, that there's a longer wait to get your hearing? Scheduled. I think they've, now that we're towards the end of 2022, I think they've resolved some of the COVID backlog. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and I should have prefaced by saying that's um, for probates that are taking place on Oahu. Because mm. there's one court that's dedicated to just handling probates, uh, trust matters. You know, it's a specific court just for oh, those wow. kinds of cases. But on the neighbor islands, the, the judges there have to handle everything. They oh, do man. criminal wow. cases, civil cases, probate cases, all of that. So their calendars are unpredictable. Oh. Yeah. And so if they've got a lot going on, it could even the simple stuff could take a little bit longer. Um, but I'm, just, I'm just curious, given the priority of a 
criminal case, civil case, and then probate. <laughs> I mean, which is going to be the most important on their agenda, right? I know, I know. And, you know, it's so you, you mean, you'll find out sooner rather than later how long it's going to take, but there's just you have no control over it. Right. Well, Stacey, when we come back, um, now that we've kind of laid the foundation on what probate is and how wills and trusts can help, we'll go into other tools of estate planning and uh, that you can share with our listeners so that they can prepare themselves to have a, an estate plan set up for them. Great. So we'll talk more about that right after this commercial break. We'll be back with more Kupuna Wiki right after this. Cheney Brooks Choice Advisors assists clients in buying and selling their homes by striving to create an easy and seamless transition. With multiple awards spanning most transactions of the year, client service award, and being in the top 100 realtors, Cheney Brooks Choice Advisors wants to provide you with excellent service and care when making a major life decision. Over the years, their agents have greatly enjoyed serving each and every one of their clients as if they were family. Whether you're a first-time homeowner or a senior, they understand the challenges and complexities of the real estate process and want to help you every step of the way. Cheney Brooks Choice Advisors wants to provide you with the most information so you can make the best decision. Because as they like to say, real estate is about choice. Contact Cheney Brooks Choice Advisors today for a free in-person property valuation by calling 753-9033 or email them client service at choicehi.com. Welcome back to Kupuna Wiki on AM 690, The Answer. Welcome back. If you just joined us, we're speaking with Stacy Takekawa. She's with Estate Planning Partners, and we're talking about estate planning. And right before the break, we, we spent a good amount of time talking about uh, wills and trusts and, and probates. Uh, but Stacy, I want to dive into the other aspects of estate planning. Um, you know, as we know, um, there's there's things such as the Advanced Health Care Directive. Um, there's a power of attorney, and uh, I think this is more getting more common now, where there's conservatorships and guardianships. So um, let's let's start with maybe perhaps uh, you know like a health, Advanced Health Care Directive. Um, maybe should ex- uh, explain to our listeners what is that and and how can one benefit from that. Yeah, so the Advanced Healthcare Directive is something that our firm and most estate planning firms include in someone's overall estate plan when we do a comprehensive plan because, as you're saying, it is more important these days and more people are using them these days. Um, the Advanced Healthcare Directive back in the day used to be called the living will, mm-hmm. so a lot of um, Kupuna might be familiar with that term. Um, the Advanced Healthcare Directive, the purpose is for an individual to designate who they want to step in to make medical decisions for them. So nothing really related to money, finances, paying bills, things like that. It's, it's medical care. It's where you end up living. You know, if, if you're not able to communicate with your doctors, who do you want to be your voice? And, you know, you want to make that decision now uh, before it gets to a point where you maybe have some sort of incapacity um, and can't make that choice because then it's up to your family Mm -hmm. and they get to appoint someone and that might not be who you would pick. So (laughs) for for that, that's the most important part of the health care directive, I think, is 
designating who you want to be in charge of making those decisions for you. Uh, the other part of the document is to inform both your healthcare providers and those folks you've chosen to make these decisions for you, what your wishes would be if you got to a certain point of care, maybe end of life care, or even just, you know, if it's incapacity, do you want to stay in your house? Do you want to find a, you know, um, assisted living? You know, what, what would be your preference? And you can lay all of that out in a healthcare directives now while you're still healthy or healthier and still have uh, your mental capacity to be able to make those determinations. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think that's a great tool because not only is it benefiting you as the one that's creating it, but I think it takes a lot off of the other person's plate that you're designating, right? Because Absolutely. If I was to make have to make a decision, you know, medical decision for, you know, say my parents, right? It, it, I don't know. I mean, how do you, you know, what, what do you do? I mean, what is the right decision, mm-hmm. right? So by having that instrument, they're spelling things out. I think that that would make it a lot easier on on me, right? So. Yeah, and we really encourage our clients. You know, of all the documents you create in an estate plan, you don't have to tell your family what the plan is for the money who you're going to put in charge. But when it comes to the health care directive, that's really something we encourage them to talk to their family about. Not only the folks that you're designating to make these decisions for you, but maybe the folks you're not designating. Because in some cases, you know, that's a burden, you know, parents don't want to put on some, one of their children for X, Y, Z reasons. You know, in my family, my uh, sister is a doctor. I'm obviously I this is I do estate planning for a living, but on the medical directives, my parents really wanted to put her as the first person who would be making decisions because, um, you know, she has the medical background. But I live here with my parents and my sister lives in California. So, it you know, as they age and I'm with them, we have more conversations about how they're feeling about their health and their health care. I'm more familiar with their doctors and their appointments and things like that. So it might be better to have me be the person that's designated. But if they never say anything about that to my doctor's sister, she might be offended. Like that's her area of expertise and how come they didn't want her. So you're absolutely right that it's it's not only a benefit to the individual, but to the family as well that a, it's in place, but B, have the conversation about, you know, what you're doing and why and what your preferences are. That's really good, Stacey. I think open communication will resolve a lot of potential problems mm-hmm. down the line. Mm-hmm. That's really good. And now, a power attorney is is uh, a general document that uh, can be used in the case that a person becomes incapacitated and then the attorney, in fact, can act on their behalf, Right. What are some situations that you see the power of attorney being helpful? We see the power of attorney helpful in real estate sales, Mm -hmm. you know, or even just transfers. So back when we were talking about the wills and probates and trusts, if there's an asset that's not in the trust and mom and dad are incapacitated and someone notices that before they've passed away, Mm -hmm. you can use the power of attorney to get that asset transfer it into the trust before they pass away, and then you avoid probate. 
Uh, powers of attorney are also used just to get access to bank accounts, you know, mm-hmm. start to pay bills. Um, sometimes it's to deal with investment accounts or retirement accounts because you have to take the, those required minimum distributions every year. And if you're incapacitated and can't authorize that, the financial institution is going to look, well, now who do we have to call? You know, so the power of attorney is someone who can step in in that situation. Now, do you find that in most cases the person with a power of attorney is also the trustee or successor trustee of the trust? Yes, usually they're the same because it's the person that you're trusting to handle financial affairs for you if you're not able to. Right. I I know some uh, people and are concerned about the fact that if they have a power of attorney that somehow they'll be taken advantage of while they're still able to make decisions. I mean, have you come across this concern? Yeah, you yeah. know, it's we, we come across that concern when we have folks sitting in front of us who want to change their power of attorney for that reason. The person mm. that they designated, they're starting, you know, maybe it's one of their children who in their in recent times have done things that make mom or dad concerned hey i don't know that i trust this guy to be my power of attorney anymore and so um it it, it's not so much because if someone's sitting there and saying you know i'm going to name stacy as my uh, agent under my power of attorney but i'm a little worried she might steal everything or (laughs) you know start to slowly uh, take take advantage of me, like you said. Then, right. then we usually encourage them not to name Stacy uh, yeah. in that circumstance. We explore, you know, why that might be. But one of the things that the power of attorney can include is if before you your agent can take over for you, they have to have a doctor's note that says, you know, that you're incapacitated. So it's truly. Only it's, legit. it's only when you need it, <laughs> like for real, you can't make decisions on your own anymore, so right. then the person can step in. So that's one sort of way to safeguard some yeah. of those concerns. And you know, Stacey, just from these few examples, um, estate planning can be a very complicated and touchy subject, mm-hmm. so I think even more so they should seek out a professional like yourself to put this all together. together. Yeah. Right? Don't, don't try to do it online at some kind of legal <laughs> online download shop, but, you know, have a real person to talk to who can have these conversations with you and the family. Yeah. Right. And, you know, we, we've run into some situations. There's just legal terminology, right, that some people don't understand. Most lay people don't understand. And, and we've run into a situation where someone did a document that they thought they were doing the trustee was one person and the beneficiaries were two people but they had switched it around so instead they had two trustees and only one beneficiary and you know the family all knew that's not what you know they wanted but but it's on the document in the document and was it from like a downloaded yeah it was from an online sort of site yeah so a great example of what you want to avoid yes yes (laughs) Well, Stacey, if somebody wanted to reach out to you for professional advice and good conversation about the topic of estate planning, um, how can they connect with you? Yeah, so our phone number for the office is 808-784-4433. As I said, our office is located in the Ala Moana Pacific Center, 
And you can also visit our website, www.eppahawaii.com. Or you can email me at Stacy, S-T-A-C-Y, at eppahawaii.com. That's great. And do you have any special promotion for our listeners? Yes. Yeah, so for Kapuna Wiki members and listeners, we are offering a 10% discount for any estate planning services. That is wonderful. So if you mention Kapuna Wiki when you call or go in to meet with Stacy or any of her partners, then you can receive a 10% discount off of their estate planning services. Yes. We've been speaking with Stacy Takikawa. Uh, she is an estate planning attorney with Estate Planning Partners. Stacy, thank you so much for being on our show. Thank you so much for having me. Coming up next, we have our Kupuna Wiki Classic Trivia. We'll be back with more Kupuna Wiki right after this. Cheney Brooks Choice Advisors assists clients in buying and selling their homes by striving to create an easy and seamless transition. With multiple awards spanning most transactions of the year, client service award, and being in the top 100 realtors, Cheney Brooks Choice Advisors wants to provide you with excellent service and care when making a major life decision. Over the years, their agents have greatly enjoyed serving each and every one of their clients as if they were family. Whether you're a first-time homeowner or a senior, they understand the challenges and complexities of the real estate process and want to help you every step of the way. Cheney Brooks Choice Advisors wants to provide you with the most information so you can make the best decision. Because as they like to say, real estate is about choice. Contact Cheney Brooks Choice Advisors today for a free in-person property valuation by calling 753-9033 or email them client service at choicehi.com. Welcome back to Kupuna Wiki on AM 690, The Answer. Thank you to all the participants who called into last week's Kupuna Wiki trivia. And last week's question was, what Academy Award winning movie was filmed in Hawaii in 2011? The answer is The Descendants. And now this week's Kupuna Wiki Trivia question is sponsored by Estate Planning Partners. What is the name of the Hawaii State song and who wrote the lyrics? For a chance to win a Long's gift card, be the first person to call us with the correct answer at 808-792-5188. And we hope every, everyone is staying safe during this time. And remember, if you want to hear past episodes of the Kupuna Wiki radio show and meet all of our great service providers, please go to kupunawiki.com or call us at 808-792-5188. Again, we'd like to thank this segment sponsor, Cheney Brooks Choice Advisors, providing you with the best real estate information so you can make the most informed decisions. As they like to say, real estate is about choice. To contact them, call 808-753-9033. Well, thanks for joining us today on the Kupuna Wiki Radio Show, Hawaii's senior resource. We strive to make sure our seniors are informed and supported every step of the way. Again, I'm Brandon. And I'm Andrew. I will see you back next time on the Kapuna Wiki Radio Show. You've been listening to the Kapuna Wiki Radio Program. If you'd like more information about today's topics, please call us at 792-5188. That's 792-5188. Or visit us online at kupunawiki.com. Until next time, aloha. The preceding program was sponsored by Kupuna Wiki, Hawaii's senior resource.